When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Interviewing the experts, money book number three. In this one, we are talking about rich dad, poor dad. In this one, I'm going to pretty much summarize pretty simply, and it is you have to save. You have to then take those savings and reinvest them into assets. A big distinction that Robert Kawasaki, which is the author, makes is the difference between assets and liabilities. An asset is something that puts money into your pocket. A liability is something that takes money out of your pocket. So the best example of this is, is your house an asset or a liability? Most people will say it's an asset. But does does that mortgage, is that mortgage putting money into your pocket or taking it out? Now I'm going to diverge from what he's talking about a little bit and say, if it cuts your costs, then it technically is putting money into your pocket. A good example of this is actually my parents. For the family, for the the size of family that my parents and my siblings all made up, if they had tried to house us in an apartment, it would have cost more than it cost them to get a house. The house still cost a bunch, so it was taking money out of their pocket but it was saving them a little bit. So that's why there's that traditional sense of assets. But Robert Kawasaki refines it to, if it takes money out of your pocket, it is a liability and not an asset. And for the most part, I agree with him. If your house is taking a bunch of money out, that's probably a liability. Uh, especially if it's a nicer, fancier house than you actually need um, or can actually afford. A car is almost always a liability. However, on the flip side, a car gets you to work. A lot of jobs you can't have without a car. So, I'm just playing devil's advocate for this. However, I strongly agree with what Robert Kawasaki says. An asset puts money into your pocket, a liability takes money out. And the reason why the rich get richer and the poor get poorer is because the the poor don't even buy liabilities, they buy junk. The middle class buy liabilities and so they spend all the day working really hard to pay those liabilities off and they're basically treading they're basically treading water. The wealthy, however, eventually will buy liabilities. That's why you see them with private jets and all of that. However, they make sure that it's only a tiny percent. I don't remember if he talks about it in this book, but the wealthy typically only spend up to about 10% of their wealth on luxuries, liabilities. They spend 60% on assets. And then the rest is people... diverge in many different ways. But that's about the average, is they spend 60% on assets. 
And that goes back to the making money work for you. They are buying, they're taking their money, they're buying it, and they to and they're buying things that generate more money, which goes to the next big takeaway, which is cash flow. And essentially what that is, is you have money going in and you have money going out at all times. Money is constantly moving, it's like a liquid. So the goal is always to have more money coming in than going out. And when you buy assets, you increase that flow of money coming in. When you buy liabilities, you increase the flow of money coming out. So to have a great financial statement, you want your assets to be greater than your liabilities because it'll, because wealth is when your income is greater than your expense. I kind of added that last little bit because that one was mine. But essentially, he talks about that too. He just doesn't put it that way. Um, and then the last big takeaway for this one is not knowing. You need to know financial skills. We've talked about it before in the previous Money Book episodes. But if you do not know money skills, the game of money is going to screw you over and take all of your money. There's a great quote I like that is, the when a man with money meets a man with experience the man with experience leaves with the money and the man with money leaves with experience so you need to learn money skills so that way you can get this part of your life in order just like every other aspect of your life if you don't know what you're doing you're going to get screwed anyway that's it for this episode and i'll see you all next week